Hi everyone. Um, well, I've got a very special guest that I'm very excited about coming on the show today. Uh, he he actually came on the show last year when he was, uh, you know, just a, a Neville nobody like me. Um, now he's a big deal. He's on about six different podcasts. Uh, he's super coach royalty. Um, but the good thing is, you know, he remembers the little guys. So uh, welcome Tim Moody, uh, last year's super coach champion. Hey man, I don't know about a big deal. I'm a big deal in a small circle, maybe for a little while. So that's kind of cool. Though. I'm enjoying it. Um, so, how many podcasts are you doing now? Three or four regularly? Three full time ones. Um, and then obviously the countdown show comes across. There's always a little bit of a guest appearance on, like one of yours or one of the other boys that have me up. Um, yeah, the other day I think I think last week I did seven. It was pretty outrageous. So I took a re- took a rest off two of them this week. I took a rest off the champs and the experience. So, yeah, right. Oh, my, oh. Kind of an exclusive for you this week. Are you? So, so that's a thing that I was I was wondering about that because you know there's a bunch of questions this week that I thought oh he's going to get asked that same question like six different times on six, six different podcasts. So yeah, you know he's going to be bored out of his mind. But if you're not doing too many others, then maybe it's all right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think like me, you had a pretty pretty kind of scratchy start to the year but you're yep. coming coming in strong now from what i've seen what's yeah, your I've what's your ranking just hit 727 as of last week which is nice first time in the three digits yeah very yeah, good it was about 60,000 to start and i just sort of just kept climbing gradually like 30s and you know 30,000 and 15,000 yeah it was just a bit weird i was it was a bit underwhelmed to start with a bit panicky but i kind of don't mind where i'm at now i feel like if i was a little bit higher up in the rankings, I might have too many eyes on my side. Um, people might be sort of really, really paying attention, but I feel like I'm just sort of under the radar and lurking at the moment where I like to be. So see oh, what happens. Look, top thousand, that's you're, you're before the first buy. You're flying, you're fine. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to be the first man to ever go back to back. Yeah, it seems like the um, unthinkable thing, but I've just started trying to believe in it more and more. Um, the world's I mean, the, a weird place. The odds of it are literally ridiculous, right? Like if yeah. you could do that, it would be absolutely is, phenomenal. Is and it one hundred forty thousand times one hundred forty thousand? Is that how you work out? Those I mean, I don't, I'm not. I guess it right. depends on how many people you think are kind of serious overall. Players. Let's say, let's say, like maybe there's ten thousand. Yeah, but there's, 10, there's probably like serious players. I reckon probably more actually. I reckon probably more. At least I reckon twenty to thirty. Like the other, there's not that many weird like random teams i don't think you get the odd ones yeah. that just give up on the season and stuff like that like with a lot of people a lot of people i think play head to head more than more than overall yeah but, um, true 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 so yeah. uh yeah i mean it's a lot something something like two one in 200 million that's pretty fun We'll see how it goes, eh? I, I mean, it's it's such a um <clears throat> so far away it's such a just a dream at this point but it's a dream i'm you know, trying to achieve. So my dream has always been to try and unify the belts. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> like a boxing and UFC one and crossover. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But I think I feel like that's pretty, pretty bloody unlikely as well. Um, yeah, right. So I actually, I had a look at your team the other day, and um, mm. there's a couple of things I want to ask you. Now, I think that you and I, I like listening to you more and more because um, I think we think quite similarly about the game, and I think what we've done with our teams today is um is pretty similar in particularly like stacking those important positions yep um 
so I've got my side to a point where I've got um, what Cleary and Hines in the halves, uh, Munster and Cody Walker at five eight. Um, until this week, Pappy and 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 Teddy yeah, at same, fullback, yeah. and then I've actually got Cook and and Grant at, at fullback. Wow! So you got the doubles in all four spine positions. That's pretty yeah, good. yeah. I mean, there's there's other you know it's at the expense of some other positions. I'm I'm still yep. running like Josh King at second prop and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, center wings are a bit bit average, but um, yeah, just really going hard on trying to get uh the best guys in those really important positions, the ones that I think can score really well. And I notice you've done similar. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. I want to talk about that a little bit more, but also I want to know how many trades you've used and and how many boosts and and what your kind of thinking is on that whole on the whole boosts and trade scenario going into we're about to go into the buy round. So I think there's going to be some, some opportunities to use some boosts. Yeah. I'm probably a little bit more on the conservative side compared to most. I've only used the one boost. Wow. Um, I've got 27 trades going into this round, but I've got, but I haven't made any trades yet. So there's a chance I could go down to 25 um, after this round. So I, I feel like I'm not really that conservative, you know, for my normal self, I saved a little bit more this time last year. But, um, yeah, I've only saved two trades, but having used a boost, effectively, I've only saved one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you're running just under under two trades a week. Yeah. Which is still yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So I, I think I worked out, I'm not sure if you how often you listen to the show, but I think I worked out that if you're using the 42 trades kind of evenly over the 24 weeks, it's 1.75 trades a week. Yep. on average for the whole season, and then you'll, you'll be able to get to the end of the year. Um, so if you're under two, even if you're only just under, that's still pretty good. It means you, you kind of, I think that's a good thing to aim for, to stay under two a week on average. Yeah. I actually, like, my view on the boosts is I don't really care. Like, I think, I think the important thing is your overall trade numbers, not how many boosts you've used. Yeah, of course. Um. I kind of think if you want to front load the boosts, you know, use them all in the first 10 rounds, do it. But you don't want to be like, you know, have used all those trades. Like, you yeah. know, you don't want to max trade traded to do that. Um, but I mean, I think the boosts are for, like, there's probably two or three things you'd use a boost for, right? Use a boost to get, to do like some sort of double downgrade in order to, to get it. Yeah, to fund what you couldn't in two trades. Yeah, exactly. Which is yep. what I did with Nathan Cleary. That's the only reason I've used one. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Something like that. Or maybe around the buyers, you want to do some mass trading, but we get three trades for the buyers anyway, and maybe that's yep. enough. Or some sort of COVID related thing where there's like mass outs that hasn't happened yep. yet. So maybe you want to save us something like that. And then maybe round 25 when there's mass restings. Yeah. Now, so I think I'm the way I'm going with, I was going to be the, the buy guy that was going to, you know, stack up, like use f- three on week 12 and then four on week 13 to really get my buy numbers up. But I'm not really thinking there's that many buy guys that I really want. So I'll probably um, use these trades as uh, the boost as like a bit of a back year thing. If I can try to save a little bit more, I think it'd be nice to be able to make a big comeback with using three, three and three in the last three rounds. Like if you could save that many, just to really get the guys that have got the best matchups and all that sort of thing. So I think I'm going to play very long game and try come home hard. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that you've only used one and that you've got all those like kind of key guys in those key positions that we talked about just before, mm. 
is pretty impressive. Like I've used four boosts to get there and yeah. I'm fine with that because I think the main purpose of, of the boost is to get those guns in as fast as possible. Sure. But yeah. you've managed to do it like without even doing without even using those boosts, which is amazing. Um the other thing I wanted to talk about is just your patience. So like, you know, you talked about being pretty conservative. One thing I learned from you last year is trying to have a bit more patience when like guys are underperforming and not, mm. you know, burning trades. And it still killed me this year because I just wasn't quite patient enough. I traded out, you know, David Fafita and, and Stags and, and those guys. Like I held on. That's probably, probably a good move in hindsight though. Like they had those good couple of weeks, but if you added it all up and now, you know, Stags is probably on the, like, I don't know. I've got the feeling he's not the greatest things. Um, I feel like he's in a middle sort of middle category. And fifth feet are out for four weeks. So you couldn't beat yourself up over those. Yeah, I just, yeah, look, you could have got timing better, put it that yep, way. Yep, yep, um, of course, yep. But anyway, um, yeah, look, in, in the end, like the way it's worked out, it doesn't seem that bad at the moment. Stags has had a couple of down weeks in the last couple of weeks. Mm. It doesn't seem that bad. You've got him, don't you? Yeah, I've got Stags. It was a what tough start then? to the week last week. I had Stags, Tass, and... Um, Someone else for a really bad score. Um, it was, yeah, it was pretty rough to start the week. I thought I was going to have a really low score and I ended up being sort of on the topper range of it. I'm trying to bring it up. Uh, so, yeah, Cody Walker for 47. Um, Stags and Tass. Yeah, that was about it, those three. But it looked worse because I had Moali as well for an AE, but he was to come out of my side, but he had a 14. It just because yeah, I hadn't right. done the trade yet of um, Fafita or anything. Yeah. Yeah, but there were a lot of there were a lot of popular guys last week that went pretty low. Mm. I know what you mean. It was a it was a horror start to the week. But like, just go going back to the, like the team structure stuff. Yep. So one thing that like I've been looking at and thinking about is that there's no apart from Taylor May, there's no mm. center like CTW that's averaging over seventy at the moment, right? Like Crazy. we've had guys. I mean, Talakai's probably going to get well. He's going to get dual soon, and he'll be. Be yeah. around there, but um, like, so we've got guys like Tago, May, I don't know, Penasini, like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people will have those sorts of guys in their team as well, maybe Sawali. Like, I'm at the point where, given that there's no like real standouts, I know you brought in Garrick last week, am I right? Yep, so, so Garrick, I think, is a pretty good option because he's got the goal kicking around 13 and Turbo's back and all that sort of stuff, but yeah, outside of Garrick. Like, I see people asking me about, like, oh, should I bring in Ronaldo Multalo or mm. should I bring in Campbell Graham or should I bring in all these sorts of guys? And I'm like, I just don't know if they're actual upgrades over those guys or, or to the extent that yeah. they're worth the trade. Maybe on name, they've got bigger names. Yeah, they've been a bit, you're a bit more familiar. But, um, yeah, I get the same feeling. I don't feel like anyone's really putting their hand up in those positions to say, we're the next guys or we're the keepers. I imagine it'll probably end up towards the back end of the season being like probably Garrick, To'o, um, maybe Tupu even. But the, the thing is with Tupu, he's got a really tough draw over the next six weeks. So it'll be the very back end of the year. I think he'd come back into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah there's not really I mean, many to go for. Not really. And some and of like, them play Origin if you're going to pick them up. So it's, Exactly. It's do, you, do, you, do you pick up To'o who's got Origin looming? And like almost, I reckon almost definitely he'll get rested. In, in a couple of games post Yeah, he's not on my my target at all over the buy period. I think even if he lit up a big, massive score, I don't think, and everyone was getting him the week after, I think I'd still ignore him, even though I love him. I just think there's too many reasons not to get him at the moment. I agree. And he's on the right as well, right? Yeah. Which, which I think 
I mean, it's not terrible, but I'd, I'd rather him on the left. Yeah, it does seem like it, more love goes to the left. Mm. Kick out, Targo, Mayside, yeah. Yeah, so, so when people keep asking me these questions, like, oh, should I get this guy, this guy? What I keep saying is just focus on your on your spine. Mm. Like, if you haven't got, I don't know, your Cleary or Hines or one of those guys, you know, that's where you should be looking. Don't worry about upgrading Penasini. Downgrade Penasini if you can, like, you know. Yeah. If you, if you want to downgrade him to Burbo in order to get one of those gun players in the spine, do that. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily be upgrading those guys. Yeah, it is awkward because a lot of these spine guys, they're all pretty much play Origin. Munster, Cleary, Hines will play 14. So Hines is probably the most attractive guy at the moment, I guess, that if you don't have him, the fact that he he will come off the bench and may not miss um, the return game to club footy. Yeah, that's true. And and the other thing about it is all those teams have like pretty bad draws over the next few weeks as well. So kind of like you're right, maybe, maybe you've missed the boat even on those spine guys as well. Maybe um, this, yeah. I feel like you've got to pick up one at least if you don't have all of them. I feel like if you if you didn't have say Nathan Cleary or Hines, you'd just get one of them. Two of them would probably be a bit intense over the next three weeks. I think it wouldn't serve you too yeah. well. It's tough though, isn't it? Like, I mean, just to ram home the point, every week where we're talking about like, oh, I had a good score, a bad score. I mean, yeah, okay, yes. Coates has had a couple of hundreds, and Stags has had a hundred, and you know, Garrick's got a yeah. hundred the other the other week. But invariably, each week we're talking about a Hines or a Cleary or a Pappenhausen. Yeah. You know, oh, I didn't have Pappenhausen. He scored 190. Didn't have, you know, Hines last week. He scored 185. Yeah. They're the difference makers, right? Like, and whether or not you captain them, obviously. But, but like, I just feel like they're the guys you got to focus on. Yeah, uh, that's why I tried to build to get them as quick as I could. Once I realised the guys I started with were pretty average, I tried to sort of go a little bit pottish. Um, at the start with those spine positions for the most, but except for fullbacks, I sort of went pretty generic. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think it's good to try get the most out of them before the origin, but picking them up now, it's, I mean, as much as I'd kind of like people to pick them up now because it's probably going to slow this. Like, oh, it's, I feel like it's like two steps forward, two steps back. You're kind of like picking up the guys you need, but you're also being hindered by the the you know, the missing of games that these guys are going to have. So you're strengthening your side, but you're also taking a hit. It's a weird one. So I think it's a funny period. I've been trying to, like, really get a fine-tooth comb out and find out who's that, you know, pod guy that's, you know, no one's really paying attention to that could go really big, but I can't seem to find him for round 13. Yeah, I've, I've, I have one in mind, but you'll probably hate it. But I'm going to go back to that. Yep. But um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I mean... Uh, one thing that, that that I think I learned last year was that the buy planning can be real fool's gold. Like, yeah, it was. Hey, it was weird. I mean, it's so. Where are we now? We're about to go into round ten. So we've got round 10, 11, 12. We've got three more weeks until Origin outs and, and things like that, right? Yeah. But you know, on the weekend we just saw Munster, Grant, Hines all score like 130, 100, and, you know, Hines scored one hundred and eighty. Mm. If you if you decide, oh, I don't want to get one of those guys in because Origin's coming in three weeks. And you get a guy that averages sixty, while yeah. you know, while those Origin guys average ninety to a hundred, yeah, they're, they're going to make up that score in one and a half weeks, right? Yeah, easy, yeah. Like, so sometimes I just think we we overthink the buys. Sometimes I think 
I think it needs some here. sort of balance, though, because if you did sort of kind of disregard the buys and just went, fuck it, I'll just get the guns. Sorry about swearing on your show. Um, um, we're, awesome. we're, we're an open swearing community here. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like, um, yeah, going, I don't know, going those guys <laughs> is kind of cool and it's kind of great, but. Uh, but don't you think, like, you, like, I guess my point is, I think the balance you find is in the other positions, right? Yeah, like, you don't want to, you kind of don't want, that's what I was going to say, you, don't, you balance, you don't want to be like 400 points behind par on the buyers. That's where you really take no, a no. hit, you know? So if you, as long as you can only lose, I'm happy to be 100 behind par on the buyers and, and knowing that I can make that up in the coming weeks. But yeah, I think that's where to aim for, like not being too much more than 100, 150 behind, below par. So that yeah, might be just I one guess... or two players less than the average bear. If what well, I guess I think what I'm saying is with your buy planning, like mm-hmm. what my strategy is anyway, is fill try and like concentrate more on all those other positions, like your second rowers, your front rowers, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. But in those big scoring positions, to leave like, the guns there, just leave the guns there and get and still maybe even get the guns in now because I think yeah, true over that four week period, even them missing one week, I mean some of them might miss two because they might get rested after Origin, but you know. They're, they're probably still going to outscore in four weeks. In sorry, in three weeks, what other guys get in, get in four? I mean, I'm not in that position, so I don't have to mm. have to worry about it. But like, I just think generally we might overthink the buys a little bit. Yeah. Um, those really high ceiling, you know, top players. I think you just need them in your team. Yeah. Last um, year, the buys really hurt with like we'd start by planning the guys that we're picking up this week and the week after would then become suspended or injured yeah. by by round thirteen, being, and it was painful. Up origin or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. I remember, like, my one last year was fucking Valentine Holmes. I was like, mm. oh, it was four weeks out from Origin, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to pick Valentine Holmes because he plays Origin. And I picked some, I can't remember, it was like Brian Kelly or something. Yeah. He played round 13. And in that time, in that three or four-week period, Holmes, like, put, like, 300 points on him, right? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that one week where I got 40 out of Brian Kelly he did not make up for the 300 points I lost. Yeah. So sometimes I just think you can overthink it. All right, so the big question this week is, what are we doing with Pappy? Yeah. Yeah, thank um, God we have an extra day this week. I'm so glad that footy doesn't – it's my <laughs> Thursday night game. I really need the extra day this week. To think about it. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, I'm nowhere near close. I, I thought I knew what I was going to do. I thought I'd just go straight to Turbo. Just I thought, oh, gun for gun like, you know, feel happy with it. Don't have to worry about not having Turbo and don't have to worry about – having Turbo and not one of my other fullbacks. You know what I mean? Like if I had yeah, to sell yeah. Teddy for Turbo or Pappy for Turbo when all three are fit, that's kind of scary because you've got to worry about the other one going around. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it feels like the logical thing. But then a part of me is kind of like, is there someone else? You know what I mean? With the buys coming up, obviously with Origin and the buys and he'll miss a few games. I, I think I'm still leaning towards going to Turbo though. Just because of like just the – like he's, he's miraculous and that factor you know what i mean you can just put it on uh yeah he can and if he doesn't he's probably still going to score reasonable you just might not be you you'd be paying more than what you get you know what i mean you might get 80s and stuff and you'd be like damn that's not what i want out of him but at least yeah you're so, so what are you right, gonna do I, similar thought process like yeah. I, th- I think i'm gonna get him but but it's not a slam dunk mm. um so, I mean, so he's got the Broncos this week, but it's going to be pouring rain. 
but I mean that's the same for everyone, I guess. Yeah. Point around for everyone. Apparently, all weekend it's going to be. That sucks. Hey, around. Magic Round. I was really looking forward to some great footy, and so that fact yeah. it's going to be a bit torrential. It'll still be good football, but it won't be the football we're expecting for Magic Round. That excitement, flair, the. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm it'll be interesting to see what the pitch is like by Sunday. But anyway, mm. um, so he's got. Broncos, who are, you know, they're, they're sort of a bit improved, but who knows yeah. what might happen in that game. Um, and then he's got what? The, uh, he's got the Eels, then the Storm, then the Bye. And then, like, one of the big questions is, will he play round 14? They play on the Sunday, the Tigers. I reckon. Oh, I don't reckon he will. You don't reckon he will? No. I reckon on the Sunday, he's like a 50-50 chance. I, I, I would have said on Saturday, no chance. But on the yeah. Sunday, I reckon he's some chance. But, yeah. But even then, like, he hasn't – what's his high score has been about 100-odd against the Bulldogs so far. Like, he's – yeah, they're not using the sweet play anywhere near as consistently or well as they did last year where, like, you know, they just set up for it and he puts on one of the yep. one of the wingers over every time. So that's not happening. I think he's only got, like, a couple of try assists all year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like he's sort of busting tackles or running over people quite as easily either. Wow. So there's kind of two things there. I'm looking at his scores and they, I can't believe them. So this year he scored 62, 39, 66, 87 and 78. That's ridiculous. It's not that good, is it? No. No. But at the same time, it is an easy switch. You know, as mm. you say, I like having, you know, kind of two gun fullbacks. My gut feeling says that the guy that wins Daily M, the best player in the competition, who's a freak, he has a couple of these quiet games. See other guys ha- having a bit of a performance and gets that sort of, you know, um, steely look in his eye and comes out and plays ridiculous footy. So, yeah, yeah when someone is I, scoring I, low, they're probably going to come start scoring high. Like the guy that's averaging 140 last year is averaging probably about, like, what is his average? It's yuck. It's like in the 60s or something. Yeah, so it's got to come up. So that makes me think that maybe he is a buy. But just such a yucky thing, just so, so close to the origin. Do you have um? You don't have Isaiah Papali, do you? No, I'm a little bit nervous about him, but I think I'm. There's a lot of people getting him. I think he's just that one that I realise I probably can't have. Um, I don't think yeah. he can afford everyone. I could have him if I wanted to. I'd just have to make a sacrifice, like sell, um, Talakai or something like that. But I'm not prepared to do that. So, but can you can you sell? I can sell Pappenhausen directly for Papali by a bunch of jewels. Uh, so I could move Hines down. Can you move cooler? Do you have do you have cooler in your CTW? No, nah, I don't have cooler. Suwali. Uh, yeah, I've got Suwali and Cobo, so okay. I can put them both. So Suwali could go to fullback. Do you have? Do you have a, a dual like a Targo at second row? Yep. You move Targo into centers. Yeah, wow. And then you bring Bubbly that way. That's a multi, multi, multi. Um. Yeah. Swap, isn't it? Wow. So you can do that in one go. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and- I kind of like it, but I can't. Oh, do you know what? A part of me doesn't mind that because. I've been stressing out all day thinking about the wet and I'm thinking there'd be these low scores. I'm thinking maybe the basier sort of guys are the guys to go for this week. And I know it's, I don't like to make one week plays, but the fact that a guy like Isaiah Papali is a keeper anyway, it's not just a one week play. It's just you're jumping on him this week as an urgency because you think you can at least get 80 out of him when you, there might be a lot of 10, 20, 30 scores. Yeah, so he's going to be running at Sam Walker as well, right? Jesus. Yeah. It feels weird, though. Like, the only reason it feels weird is if I have Suwali or 
Cobbo down at the second fullback, it goes totally against my idea of having the most important thing is two gun fullbacks. But then again, the gun fullbacks haven't been the same as they were last year. You know what I mean? So, like, out and out amazing. Mm. Then another thing is, though, you could also move Hines down to fullback and target, like, another halfback. But I don't think there is any good ones. A lot of people are looking at... um, a lot, when I say a lot of people, a lot of people that uh, I think that are more new to Supercoach are looking at Adam Reynolds. Uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another option for me, and I'm looking at it pretty hard. I like like just because I don't mind it. Like the rain, the rain has me more interested in doing something like that. And he's running at Sam Walker, and he scored like ninety in basically just base right last week. Now, mm. I think that was a little bit inflated because of the stuff, like the nature of that game, like Penrith just never dropped the ball. I don't know what Ivan Cleary is doing with that team, but they, they just don't drop. They just don't make any mistakes ever. Mm. Um, and, and because of that, the ball was in place so much in that game. And a lot of it just was on his side of the field. So I think, you know, he was just, he made like 50 tackles or something, which isn't going to happen every week, but even still, like, I think you're banking on sort of like 60 to 70 in kind of pure base. And he looks likely enough to score a try any given week as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of thinking I would leave him until round 14, but just after that week, last week, where he just pumped out such a big score and without an attacking stat and just like, maybe I need to get this guy in, the wet, the wet, all the rest of it. So uh, I yuck. think like... He's they're... gone up a lot. He's gone up like 100K oh, yeah, like... and we no one wanted to pay 690 for him at the start of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, and now, now he's at like that eight hundred k. Yeah, I don't like the idea of going from gun Pappenhausen to IPAP when IPAP ceilings a hundred pretty much, and IPAP uh, sorry little Pappy can you know is can get like one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy, two hundred. So it feels a little bit a step to the side and back to me. It doesn't feel like it's yeah. just a step sideways. It feels a little bit. It feels smart in the way that you, you've got him and he's reliable and he's consistent, and especially this week being wet. But I just feel long term. I feel like to go. I feel like I not that I'm into drink water at all, but I'd kind of be more scared of people having a drink water who might score two tries and set one up against yeah. my pap. I pap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess the third thing you could do is is kind of split. Pappy's money into like two, maybe Semi. not out and out guns, but like two pretty good guys that are both going to play round thirteen. So, you know, Turbo doesn't play, obviously going to play Origin, doesn't play round thirteen. IPAP doesn't play round thirteen. Both very expensive. You could turn Pappy into like a Garrick and a, you know, if you've got the right money and people sitting around like someone like a TPJ or a Kikau or something like mm. that, or a you know, another centre wing even. Um, so two guys like that that are going to give you some coverage, going to score pretty well. I don't mind doing something like that. It feels really hard this week. It feels like a part of me just wants to almost not trade because I feel like whoever I bring in might not go off that well anyway. And it, if I don't need to play them and I can still have a strong 17, maybe it's, it could be a week to save. I like, can even just leave Pappy on the pine for one week. I know it's a lot to have on your bench, but when it's a wet week, maybe it won't hurt too much. And then maybe next week things will look so much more obvious. You know those how that happens sometimes where things seem yeah. so confusing one week and then something happens in the next week, an injury to someone which gives someone else an opportunity or I mean I this know. is your uh this is your classic patience coming to the fore, right? Like, yeah. 
yeah. I'm not that patient. I can't leave 900k just sitting there on my bench when like I've got Tommy Trubojevic just kind of staring at me in the face. Mm. Um, and so I don't, I don't think I'll be, I'll have the balls to just kind of leave it for a week. But it could certainly pay off. Like, you know, maybe Tommy gets injured. Maybe he scores a 40 and comes down another like 80k or something, and then you've lost nothing and just made a bunch of money. Well, I think I've got um, a little bit closer. I know I'm really targeting probably Turbo or IPAP, which means, but then, yeah, I, that's not really third. I'm still short on 13 numbers too compared to most people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have it. Well, yeah, it, it sort of depends on. I had like five the other week and um, Wilf and Joe were telling me they both had like uh, 10 and 11. And I was like, whoa, I'm in trouble then. It depends on what's. What their ones are, yeah. Like, well, it depends on what's going to happen. So, you know, I've got, what, I've got Tamalolo, King, Olkawatu, Tikota, we don't know. Like, Kota mm. could get picked for Origin, so three or four. Um, then, you know, May, Firma, Suwali, Kula. That's potentially What was Olkawatu out last week? Late thing? Nick, I think. I think he was sick. Okay. And then I don't have him. He's someone I'm probably kind of keen on for buyers as well, whether it's now or... Closer to 13. Then there's guys like Billy Smith and, and Balea. Like, mm. You know, is Billy Smith going to get picked maybe? So, you know, I might have eight or seven even, but I might have 10. It's hard yep. to know. Um, can I ask another question? Sure. What are you, you going to do with Teddy? Um, oh, it's a funny one, isn't it? I, I probably would have got rid of him after this week's game if it was if it was dry or, or probably regardless and if Pappy was still good, just because the the draw is ridiculous. Like um yeah, it's about just off the top of my head they play um Parramatta, Raiders, Penrith, um the Storm, Para, Penrith and Storm again. Like they've got Para, Penrith, Storm, I think basically three like twice in both teams in the space of six weeks or something. It's really yuck. Yeah. Um so yeah, I do think he he, he might be but I don't really want to, if I'm not going to have Pappenhausen because he's not there, I, I can't sell Turbo unless I had, I, I couldn't sell Teddy unless I had Turbo. I'd feel gross having two mediocre fullbacks in my side. Yeah, so so that that's kind of where I was going. So yeah. I think, I think, like I always plan to sell Teddy next week because yep. of how bad the draw gets. I mean, the, the draw, it kind of starts bad this week, right, with Parramatta, but Parramatta, Parramatta yeah. They're a bit half half. He might still score right against them. Yep, they've um, been leaking leaking a lot of tries, but yeah. also putting them on. Yeah, that's right. So, so I'd always kind of plan to get rid of him next week. Um, but you're right. I think it kind of affects the decision. Like I'd feel more comfortable doing that if I've got Turbo sitting there. Mm. Um, but then the question is, who you sell Teddy for next week? I mean, with all the jewels we talked about, theoretically, you could sell him for anyone. You could sell him for for Garrick. Apparently, Garrick's going to get um, he's going to get jewel. They just announced that. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, which is which is pretty good. I mean, you already got him, so you could slot him back there at some point. Yeah. Um. One guy I've sort of got on my list, and this is probably going to make you throw up in your mouth a little bit. This is a potty type guy. Sure. Um, Matt Dufty. Uh, not not a complete <laughs> throw up in the mouth. Actually, I remember this time last year around the buys. I think it was. Someone picked up Matt Dufty and he killed it for one week. Like yeah, he, he went off. Like 150 against the Broncos or something. Yeah, and everyone seemed like, oh, I should have got him. But then he actually started going terribly. Um, so the reasoning is um, 
they've actually had the hardest draw in the comp today. Yep. Um, so they've played. They've already played the Penrith. Sorry, Penrith, the Storm, Seagulls, uh, the Cowboys, Roosters, Raiders. They've already played all the those big teams. Dogs, yeah. They're about to play the Knights, who are shambles, the Tigers, the Dragons, and then Penrith in round thirteen. But they'll be missing half their team. Yep. So they've got a Doesn't pretty good out, yeah. four game four game run. And then I guess the question is, their whole team is like basically new, right? And you know, mm. are they going to click a little bit more? Because he's actually his base has been like weirdly okay. So. There was one absolute shocking game against Penrith where he scored like six points or something. Oh, I remember take... that one. Yeah, it was, it was a bad footy game too. He played terribly. If you take that game out, his his base plus power has been about 43. It's actually not that bad. Um, and he's only scored one try all year. He's made a like, couple of try assists. But it's like just typically he's had way more tries than that, right? So mm. that's so the question is, can he, can he score some tries? Um, so his scores other than that six have been 34, 72, 66, 40, 43, 82, 53, 30. So not that bad. Now, yeah. I guess the question is, like, so he's around 13 number. Like, how is... So someone like Teddy, if you're comparing him to, to a Teddy, how's Teddy going to score at that period where they've got, like, an absolute shocking draw? You're going to make, say, 300K. What can you do with that 300K? You know what? I think I might stick strong with Teddy. I feel like I f- that the Roosters have been planning towards this period. Like they they were aware they had a soft draw the first nine games, and they wanted to peak at the right time. And they're probably very aware that that. I mean, I'm sure they're very aware. Robbo would be very aware that they've got Storm, Penrith, Para, and then Penrith yes. and Storm again. And he would have known that all year as. You know, leading up to it, like, that's a risky period for us where we could, you know, really fall behind. And they probably want to try win more games there than they lose. And I think they probably will. I've got a feeling that they'll they'll start to really impress against the good sides because they need to play good against the good sides. And they can, if they play average against the uh, mediocre sides at the start of the year and they get some wins, get some losses, no big, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah. So, I've, yeah, I think I might just hold him. He's Teddy. He can still push people away and get those tackle bars. He can still... Yeah, I think I think I'll probably keep him. But then, if you've got Teddy and Turbo over the Origin period, mm. you could potentially have like back to back weeks where you got you're getting AEs. Yeah, I've, I've got to. Be, I'm very there. nervous about the because I, I don't think I'm going to sell Cleary, Hines, Munster, Ed Walker, any of those guys around the buy period and downgrade. Like last year, I went to like Gutho, like Teddy to Gutho. I don't because he was handy around one of the buys, but I don't think I'm going to do that this year. I think I'm going to just try fill up the other positions elsewhere so I don't have to trade these guys out and trade them back in. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd be trading Teddy back in. I'd be saying thank you for your services. And, yeah. You know, yep. um, you know I'd, I'd have Tommy Turbo there as my, my gun fullback and then I'd be looking to get Pappy back in. At, yeah, you know, true, 17, true. 17 probably. Um, the other well, guy, I think I might hold Teddy till I can get Pappy back and hope he doesn't lose too much. That's probably what, my... What about his mate Joe Manu? Or would you just get him in the centres? Oh, he was interesting, man. Like, but that, and again, I was—he was someone I was really hot on, and I'd probably pick him up like around now-ish, just because he's a gun. But then when I've looked at the draw, I've gone, nah. He is an individualist, and he's great, but yeah, I don't. I think I I actually, just... like, my view on him is that he's like a bit more draw-proof than Teddy. He probably is, actually. Yeah, 
I actually like. I don't think I'm going to get him before round thirteen, just because he's like you know he plays in the centers and stuff. Yeah, thirteen is probably a good time to buy him. I think. But I could I could quite happily trade him for for Teddy in round thirteen. Um, if I don't do something stupid like get Matt, Matt Duffy, mm, maybe in um, thirteen, yeah, yeah, and then hope that Teddy's you know gets rested the week after and he gets you know multiple games at fullback. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. move him on Manu on to um to Pappy a bit to Pappy later on, yeah. Mm. Yeah, something like that. And I feel like at fullback, even when their draw is terrible, he'll score well. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I think um, he relishes that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a tough one, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think I, I'm just still leading to Turbo over over iPad, I think. Um, there is a world where I could, you know, think of splitting him into a Garrick and a you know, a, a, someone in the realm of a, I don't know, kick out maybe. Yeah, second row, um, Aiken or something. If you don't have him, yeah, yeah, something like that. But I just, I feel like neither of them are kind of absolute guns. Like Garrick's looking pretty good, but I actually think you got him last week. Last week yep. was probably the time to get him. Mm-hmm. I might get him around thirteen, maybe. Yeah, but I don't know if I would get him this week. You know, pouring rain in Brisbane, and as we talked, yeah, about, it doesn't seem ideal, draw. does it? He might only kick two goals, miss one of them, and yeah, um, not score any it. tries. Doesn't take too many hit up. Yeah, it could be a very weird. I'm scared of this weekend. I've got a few gross feeling about it for everyone. Really, I, I'm really. I feel like it's going to be nine hundred or thousand. It'll be like a peak score, but I hope I'm wrong. So the other things I want to ask you about, Burbo. Yeah, it's another one. I was hoping we'd talk about him too. I'm not too sure where I stand on him. I was red hot on him um, after the game or watching the game. I thought, geez, he looks great, you know, and he's probably going to keep his spot in the centres, probably not in the second row with the fact they've got Schuster and Old Kawadu there. But, um, and yeah, but his centres, um, yeah, why not? But he could become a nightmare. I'm really worried about whether the fact, whether he will maintain that spot and keep it or not, or if he'll come off the bench because of his versatility second row um you know center probably so, even playing the wing but yeah what do you think I'm i've got really a lot torn. of aes man i'm got... really torn and i've already got a bunch of guys that aren't doing nothing that aren't doing anything yeah me too man but i could so so there's a couple of things i could do i could trade him for you know a, a chulagi and yep. you know make that some money first thought yep make some money there and you know theoretically he plays around 13 you get a score there he's going to make some money seems like a bit of a no-brainer he's dual hmm. um all those sorts of things the other thing i could do is i could i put like a jack howarth so i could yep. i could get rid of you know a jack howarth type player just to have another guy that's you know at least playing and doing something it doesn't seem like how i reckon that howarth guy's due he's going to come and play in the next couple of weeks so really yeah i reckon he'll play okay all right. yeah i've just got a vibe on him as he, he, it was big pre-season, and they're paying big dollars right. for him, so he's got to get some game time. My view is that... I think they're paying 500k a year for him. Yeah, but he's very young. I think Bellamy might think that he's just too young and that he'll just keep him cotton wool for this year and, and maybe wow. give him a run next year. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'd love him to play. I thought that if he was going to play, maybe this would be the week with, um, with Graham Smith out, but it hasn't happened yet. I reckon it could happen more closer to Origin when they take a big hit. Yeah, you know maybe. What I mean? got a maybe. Round 17, maybe. I mean, that'd be nice. Maybe yeah. even the round after or the round before, he might rest yeah. one of them too, yeah. But um, back to Burbo. So, yep. like, 
who so so my understanding is that Brad Park is out for a while, like okay. and may not even be back for round thirteen. Okay. So that that makes me kind of think, well, who is he going to lose his spot to? But I mean, you got Morgan Harper there, but Morgan Harper seemed pretty out of favour, like just yeah. after he got walloped by Talakai. But I guess it's only one, you know, if he gets pantsed one week in the centres by, by his opposite, then maybe he gets dropped, you know, and, and that's... But then there's yeah, the brothers in the side. I can see Desi looking after him too, you know what I mean? Just to keep the brothers happy as well. I don't know. I don't know how much... I've, I've burnt a lot of trades as well. It feels like a kind of a luxury trade. It does, it does. But I'm kind. Of, it's one I'm kind of scared to miss out on just in case he does, like, just turn into a a gun. Like, he's he's a Travojevic as well, so I'm worried about how <laughs> fantastic he can, could be. Um, he looked great when he was those tries last week, just sort of hitting, spinning on the line and making it nearly impossible for people to hold him great. up. Or Yeah, it was just great. It's, it's his defence I'm worried about. Mm. Um, and they do have some, like, pretty hot teams they're coming up against in the next few weeks. So, you know. Well, if you're going to sell two a luggy, right, um, maybe it's not that big of a loss because I, I've always been keen on two a luggy by eye test, but he's really sucking on the scoring. He's, um, he's yeah, got to so, score a try at some point though, right? So it's not like you're losing anyone for it. It's not like, you you know, when you're selling someone and you're like, oh, he started doing well. I can't see two a luggy starting to do well. So at any if worst case scenario, it's probably... Uh, he's going to make a little bit of money. Might not be that much of an AE nightmare because you can probably sell him on. Like if he goes up to at least, you know, 290, 300, we can still probably downgrade him or upgrade him. Yeah. Yeah, that's weeks. true. But I it mean, does I feel think, a bit wasty, doesn't it? Like Chualagi, I think he's going to score a try at some point and he'll start generating a bit more cash. Yeah. But also, you know, he's around 17 number. There's a lot of potential you can, there. You can plug him in. Um, like yeah. worst comes to worst, you get mass injuries. You can play him and hope to get a forty. Like so, he's not the worst, but all Burbo's got to do is get on the field this week, and he's you know he makes a bunch of money. Yeah, I just don't know. That's it's real tough. So I, I'm just if I hadn't burnt see... as many trades as I had, I would just do it. How many you got left? Uh, I've got twenty four left before I've traded this week. Okay, so if you do use them, it'll be twenty two. So it's only three more. Yes, I feel like we we're in a similar spot last year. I think I'd saved about five, but you'd max traded the last time we had this chat on the pod, and I'd yeah. saved five. I've also used four boosts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was hoping to probably at least save one this week. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I was just looking at it, going maybe I'd just get rid of Pappenhausen, bring in um, either IPAP or Turbo. It's just one trade, and then because I'll be playing exactly. that guy. Um, one trade's a big save still, I think. Sometimes we just use like two because it makes, you know, you oh, I might as well get that cheapy as well. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it that feels, it feels there's just a part of me that feels like it's a luxury trade and maybe that's not what I want to be doing at this point. The other thing is like, he's not going to have turbo or DCE in round 13, right? Mm. How many points is he actually going to get for you in round 13? And that, if that's the True. case, maybe yeah. he only gets to 20 points. Right, even if you're still playing and still selected, that big score last week's really sort of playing on my mind. Though I'm just wondering how many more of those he could replicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he, what if he became the the centre for for um, Manly? And the thing I've sort of observed this year is that centres are scoring really well. They're getting a lot of the try assist instead of the fullback. So maybe he could be just give, having that last touch. 
and getting heaps of try assists in a team that's going pretty well eventually. You know what I mean? So it's it's really tough. I'm really I feel like I'm more concerned about whether I get Burbo or then then I am whether I get Turbo for some reason. You know what I mean? Because because Turbo you. Turbo, we, you can pick him up afterwards. Burbo, we're going to miss him. If you don't get him, you've missed him. You know what I mean? It's the yeah, price rise, all of that. So that's, I think that's yeah, why I'm... Yeah. But I kind of think... I, I actually think this is a big week for Turbo as well. Because of the way their draw is shaping up and how close we are to Origin, I think you're basically... You're getting Turbo this week or you're getting him post-Origin. Yeah. Which yeah. feels like a big call, right? Like, Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why... Like, I could get... I could get ipad this week and think about turbo next week but i think it'll be too late by then so i'd rather get turbo this week and ipad next week just because i feel like that makes more sense to me you know yeah I mean? i'm with you you want to get as many games out of turbo before yeah it make, makes less sense than closely to origin to pick him exactly. up exactly yeah exactly all right let's let's move on i'm not sure we've sold any, even in no we were, i like that though we're, we're, we're talking it out we're, we're trying to process what's going on <laughs> um one thing that I've seen um, on the traded out list is Talakai. Mm. Talakai is number seven on the traded out list. It's been confirmed today that Talakai is going to get his jewel for round twelve, so he's going to he's soon going to be a centre wing. He looks so much better down jewel. his centre, won't he? Like for in for super coach, I reckon he'll just make so much sense down there, especially when they're, we're struggling for guys in centre wing. Oh, absolutely. So what do you what do you think about people trading him out? I'm guessing that a lot of people have. You know, maybe do like I was actually for a little while before I came to my senses thinking about Talakai to IPAP. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I did mention that myself, but I was like, oh, that's probably the only way I could think of getting IPAP, but I probably still wouldn't do that. Even if you, you didn't reveal to me that way I could get IPAP through the multiple jewels, I still probably wouldn't sell Talakai to um, IPAP. Even though I think IPAP will probably definitely, will probably definitely hate that word, um, it will average more than. Um, than Talakai, but I just, I'm just so loyal to guys that have done good. You know what I mean? I just go, oh, and just know what the ability that they've got. I just think that there's more of that to come. 50 is not bad from, you know, last week. I don't feel like he's been letting us down. There was one score that was a bit crappy. Yeah, the week before. Yeah, 36. Look, but other than that, that's they're all great scores. He's He scored, well, he had 19 runs last week. He scored 33 points just in hit-ups. Like, and we know how much scoring potential he's got and how much, like, the Sharks have still got a great draw coming he in. He looks like he could score every time they're in the 30, down in their th- like yeah. the opposition 30. It's just that he's been, been a real team player. Like, he'll be happy to pass the ball to um, the winger. And, like, you put Ronaldo or Connor Tracy over for a couple um, when he could just hold the ball and score. But he's just doing the right thing because it's, you know, the thing to do and he's not been a hog. Yeah. But if he wanted yeah. to hog it, or if he sees opportunities, he'll be crossing over. So I like him. He's he's a, he's a nutcase. He's too big, he's too <laughs> strong, and uh, he's too agree. skillful as well. Like his hands, his feet, amazing. Yeah, no, find another way to get to get IPAP in. Yeah, that guy's too good. He's about to become center wing jewel. You want him? Yeah. Um, you know, what's his own? Every chance he scores one hundred twenty this weekend. Forty one percent. Well, I thought it would have been less than that. Yeah, he's got big ownership, but a few people are selling him. Yeah. The other one, like Isaac Targo, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on people selling Targo? I reckon he was probably a sell a couple of weeks ago, but now he's not. Now that he's lost that extra 100K, like, that we could have sold him at like 
520 or 540 or something, I think. Um, yeah, he's but a yeah, now that he's had those low scores, I reckon he's due to start getting some bigger ones. Maybe not this weekend in the wet, but just around the corner. So for yeah. me, he's a hold season long, I think. Unless he punches out 34 or another three weeks in a row, then I'll probably start targeting to get rid of him. But I reckon there'll be a big one in there. I think, um, I think I, I look, I think he's a, a hold until round 13 in most cases. Uh, maybe maybe more after that and then maybe yeah, buy numbers for 17. That. Yeah, that's a fair call. I, I'm probably a little bit more biased because he's a Penrith player and I do, am a Penrith supporter and I do like um, having some Penrith players when they're, you know, can punish a side and they've got their good attacking stats. So um, there was a but coming. Um, but I reckon if if you can upgrade him, like I actually don't hate it. Mm. Um, only because I actually think that that Toto coming back might hurt him a little bit, just in terms of the runs. Like I noticed last week, like you got Toto and May. Going you know, one for one, whereas, yeah, where it used one. to be May and Targo, and Targo would take one, for, you know. Just exactly, because when you've got Staines there sitting out there doing absolutely fuck all. Targo's like, got to there's, take there's up plenty, that action. Yeah, yeah. Targo can take take that second run. Now, Dotler's taking it off him. It's and a I good observation. Yeah, they can't space. be having three hit-ups every set, or they can some sets. But they were still doing that sometimes, but I don't think it's going to happen as much. So, I, I, th- I mean, it's not going to be a big, big problem for him, I don't think. Maybe he loses a couple of runs a game, but, like... Mm. It's just and and the fact that they like they often go to kick out on that side rather than him they they get, they use him as a decoy a bit like yep. I I think my preference would be to hold him till round thirteen but if you've got a big upgrade you can make if you can turn him into a, I don't know Garrick or someone like that I actually don't hate it yeah looking at it now I probably do need to upgrade him at some point because uh, currently my second row is very weak it's uh, Talakai Kickout Targo they're my starters and then I've got. Um, Tuolagi, Piakura, and Momosia. So two guys that um, are not playing and one guy that I'd have, you know, don't want to play. And Targo, who looks like he's not much of a play lately. So I, I probably need to do something in the next I mean, he only days. needs one try to score really well, right? Like if he scores mm. one try, he probably scores a 70. So it's hard to know. Whether I can also bring um, Tom Malolo down to the second row to make my second row stronger and play Max King as my starting front rower. So that's another option too. I might just look at t- tweaking that around. I can swap him around with Mamacia um, Lolo and sort of on a week-to-week basis if I want to strengthen either up the props or the second row. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, like that's mostly what I want to talk through today. Um, seems like we're sort of on a similar page. be interesting to know whether you do end up taking the, the turbo plunge or not. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at the weather. <laughs> I'll I mean, try to let least... you know. I think, yeah, I think the, it's really tough. If there was no weather factor, I'd be 100% going turbo. Um, but the weather factor is making me a bit like, uh, maybe IPAP, you know, maybe IPAP. The other thing is that he, like, because they play early in the week, he's a good vice-captain option this week. Yeah. Given, like a lot of the good teams are playing against each other. Yep. The Storm and, and the Panthers are playing against each other, which kind of, in my book, that rules out, you know, Munster, yeah, Cleary, yeah. Grant, there's no Pappy. Um, so you can VC Turbo and Captain, maybe Nico Hines, something like that, and that, that, that looks quite good. Yeah. I mean, I think equally you could probably, you know, you could you could VC Hines and Captain IPAP. You could. I've I, also I'd got a cheeky feeling too. about Tedesco this week. I know it's wet and I know it's, um, I think the Sunday might be a bit drier, the, the drier of the days though. So that's why probably 
Yeah. Yeah, I know it's weird, but I've just because I've got a back a little bit of me I'm I'm kind of thinking I'm backing what I'm what what I've been seeing kind of just from Robbo's comments and I feel like they're going to peak now. Like last week they sort of found form and now they hit their peak and they just keep playing well. I'm not convinced. I mean, I think he just ran through some pretty awful Titans defense last week and got a bit lucky and scored triples. To be honest, mm. but they didn't actually do that anything that great. He just kind of beat a guy one on one and went through and scored about three times. Yeah, that's still um, pretty good. <laughs> oh, look, like they, they they are starting to look better, and I think he's starting to look better as well. Um, but I think just... for me, Kiri just really looked great last week, and he had been looking pretty average all year. And I thought, all right, now he's He's found his mojo sweet. That's what that Roosters need, is Kiri yeah, yeah. click. Yeah, I didn't watch Kiri that closely, so that's that's, that's kind of an interesting observation. Yeah, no, he was good. He was um, no more passes out the back and just he's involved. He was running more, a bit of everything. The other one, I guess, we should talk about, but probably doesn't affect us, but, like, you know, we've got Cam Murray out for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a definite sell then, yep. Yeah, you got to get rid of stuff. Yeah, got to get rid of him. Um, Probably Oakawatu could be a nice one, just because of bias. I guess that stands out. Or IPAP is it obviously uh, probably the best one. I guess. Doesn't TPJ kick out your boy kick out. Yeah, well, I even. quite like what kick out's been doing this year. It's been all right, eh? He's. I think he's going under the radar. His his ownership is reasonably high, eighteen percent. But I get the sense that like a lot of he was way popular, bro. There was heaps of people on him at one stage. They all sold him. At, yeah, like, I think I think at the top end you'd find that he's not very highly yeah, owned. Yeah, But he's quietly, like, you know, he's he's getting pretty good minutes. Like, in, in years past, he's been getting, like, 55 minutes, but now it's, he's getting either 80 or 70. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think base, part of that is because he's going to the dogs next year, so they're like, fuck it, let's just get the most out of him, stay on there. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like, I kind of like him. And he's, yeah. like, he's a focal point of that attack on the left-hand side. He seems to be getting a lot of attack. Still going to give you a 35 when... When he doesn't get it, but mm. um, you know, he's just he's getting something almost every week at the moment. I mean, yeah, I reckon playing... people are pretty hard on him. I reckon he's got a pretty tough rap in the super coach world, you know what I mean? Where he's kind of almost a bit of a joke. That's kind of why I picked him up, and that's kind of probably why I picked my name as the Billy Army as well, to be honest. <laughs> um, what, what about like TPJ? I mean, I'm yeah, I was close getting him last day. week, so I, I'm definitely hot on him. If I didn't have Lolo, I'd be have him for sure. I went Lolo instead. I'm kind of glad Lolo looked great last week. But just looked like he was going to score tries. I was using him differently. They were sort of like he, trying to crash play him over the line and stuff, which yeah, they don't yeah. do much. I mean, he, on him. he blew those two tries, which broke my little heart because oh, I him yeah. last week as well. But um. Yeah, I, I think he's almost back to his best now. But also, TPJ as well, I think he just, <laughs> if, as long as he doesn't see the red mist and start taking heads off, um, he'll be right. Well, he almost did it last week, right? Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, what I said about Dufty earlier is the same with TPJ, right? Like, their, their draw is about to get good. You know, you maybe you make an argument that doesn't help forwards that much, but he's a try scoring forward. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think I think he's got a chance if he's you know to score a few tries with. Also him. offloads as well. I feel like the good teams wrap up those offloads yeah. well, and the, the yeah. worse the teams they don't. So yeah, you might get, get a bit of love there. But like, still, he was probably lucky not to get Simbin last week with that little like forearm to the face. Yeah, yeah. Probably lucky not to get. Probably lucky not to get a week or two as well. Do so. you reckon him getting away with that encourages him to sort of? Um, walk the line more or do you think having a little bit of a slip up that's close like that 
would make, you know, coaches say, look, oh, man, you know, that was close. Let's pull our head in now. Or which way do you think? you think he's like, oh. My, after watching, I don't know, 30 years of footy, what I can tell you is the guys that have that in their game almost they have never it. lose it. Yeah. They just have it. You know, you Josh Maguire's, you like even Paul Gallon, like they just love the niggle. If yeah. they can, if they feel like, you know, it's on, they'll just do it. They don't, they can't control themselves. Yeah, they're fire. So, <laughs> you know, like he's just too dumb. He's just like, yeah. he's just an idiot. So <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it probably won't happen over the next three weeks, but there's definitely a chance that it's going to happen. Yeah, so, that's why he's probably a better um, option right close to 13. That way you know you've definitely got him. He's not going to get suspended on you. You don't have to trade him back out. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I think, I think I'd probably wait on him. But, you know, he's got that really high ceiling and I can see why people want to get, you know, like him. Yeah. It's just whether or not you're, you're prepared to ride the lightning of him doing something absolutely fucking stupid. Do you know the the last thing I want to sort of try to bring up with you? Like looking at IPAP scores this year and looking at you know Turbo hasn't played a bunch of games really. He's only there's only the five there I think or something like that. But the IPAP scores are heaps better. Oh yeah, and he hasn't actually had all that much attack. Yeah, like it's you know there were a couple of times in the last couple of weeks where I thought he's going to dive over for tries and it and it hasn't hasn't mm-hmm. happened and he would have gone. You know, like last week, if he if he jumped over for a try, he would have scored a fucking shitload. And we I saw wish what I um, played thirteen. It really swayed me to go IPAP. I'm really on the fence about this one. Old Kawatu, you know, gave Sam Walker a bath when they played, right? Mm. Like fifteen Shit. tackle breaks or something, right? Yeah, true. True. Um, yeah, oh right. man, that that's really throwing me because I thought I was leaning turbo. You know, when you like, I'm on the fence, but I'm like falling off one way. Um, I'm starting to get the leans. Yeah, now I'm sort of back on so the, the fence. Only... I've been impaled on the fence, basically. That's how much I'm on the fence. <laughs> the only thing that like makes me a little bit more okay with getting Turbo is that I feel like I can find a way to get the iPad next week. So yeah, yeah. Turbo could get out of control, maybe, if you just had two or three big ones. And yeah. then you're like, oh, I can't get him before Origin. Then you don't get him when he comes back because of some reason. And Yeah, maybe. Thank God we've got another day. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much all I've got for you. Um, I mean, I'm impressed how well you're doing, to be honest. I think... Thanks, bro. Your team looks really, really good on paper. You've saved trades. You you haven't used a lot of trade boosts. I'm I'm backing you in to go back to back. I'm, I, I believe myself a little bit now. The only thing I'm quite nervous about, which Savs has pointed out, and he Savs from the Experience Podcast is doing quite well. He's in 200th. He's um, getting nervous about me. So, but he's been um, pointing out I've got a lot of uh, non-players. You know, So I've got Sony, Luke, David Mawali, you could pretty much call a non-player, just scoring 14s. Um, Piacura, Momosia, Tass, potentially, Vela. So, I mean, some yeah. of them kind of play, but there's a lot of... I've only really got, each week, I've got my bench, like my reserve options, and there's not even someone else that I'd want to play. Maybe oh, look, Max King. My... So I've, got, I've, got, I've basically got 21 players, I reckon, or 22. So that's well, my I've weakness. Got, I've got Muroa, unfortunately, broke his arm on the whatever the other day. I think he'll be back, and hopefully around 17 number. But Who's that? Not Mu- Mu- Tepai Muroa. Oh, Tepai Muroa, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got him just sitting there. I've got Howard sitting there. I've got Billy Smith sitting there. Who knows? Maybe he mm. plays around 13, maybe he doesn't. And Tass as well. So 
yeah, I've basically got a squad of 21 at the moment, which is not great. And that includes like Luke Thompson as well. Sorry, not Luke Thompson. Could um, be scary Leo. for us when there is a COVID week or what they, you know, a couple oh, of them yeah. get COVID from a side, but fingers crossed we dodge that. Yeah. So I think that's, that's quite common at the moment. Like a lot of, a lot of people would have three or four guys out, but that's why I was talking about before, like maybe a Howarth or, you know, one of those guys to Burbo, which makes you no money. And it feels like a hard trade to do, but like just to, give yourself a little bit more um one extra sort of semi player that could yeah, could become a, a regular starter week up building after week. a bit more depth yeah maybe i do pull two trades i was thinking just the one and just getting pappy out for one of those two guns we we're talking about um ipap or turbo but now yeah i am tempted to sort of swing to a luggy out or even mama Sia. i could probably do that all right. Um, well, that's all I've got for you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, no worries, man. Should give a few little shout-outs. Um, one of the good friends of the show, Kirk, uh, is doing still very, very well. Killing it, huh? He's in the top 50, I think, still. What about Polly? Um, he was amongst it, wasn't he? Polly's still doing quite well. He's in the top 300 or something. Wow. Um, what is he? He's 245, so he's like... Just wow. behind Sads and, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Um, there's also our little uh, unlimited group. Um, so Alex, uh, what's doing is his team name, as in Dewey, like Adam Dewey. Oh, yeah. yeah cool. um, he's leading the overall group. He's ranked 62. Yeah. Um, he's got a, like, he's, he's done something similar to us. I think he's got one of those. Pretty sure he's got, uh, maybe not. Stack spines. No, he doesn't. It was, I must have been thinking of someone else. So just on the stack spine thing, like, I mean, Blake Taff, I reckon, and Tamir Martin have been the two, like, biggest, Tra- biggest traps. Well, that's, like, they haven't been traps in the sense that, like, they've actually, they'll, they'll make money and they'll score pretty well. It's I just, only call them traps just because they're taking up that spot of the they're gun. They're taking the gun up that to spot. And, like, people that, I mean, you know, people that did, like, Teddy to Taff a few weeks ago, like, mm. yeah, okay, they'll say they were doing it to, to free up the money for, for Cleary and that's... You know, that was probably a good trade when you think about it collectively. Yeah. But you're at the point now where Teddy's outscored Taft by well over 100 points mm. over three weeks, right? Like, it's you can't clog up those positions with those guys. And then, like, all the people I know that have, like, Taft or, or Tamir Martin now, they can't trade those guys out yet because He's then it becomes even more pointless. They've still got too much money to make. Yeah. And so they're sitting there like missing Munster scores or missing Hind scores or missing, you know, something like this. Yeah. It's no oh, I think it's crazy. People that don't have Munster, like just when he's the out and outs so far ahead of any anyone else in um, 5.8, you've got to have him. I, I used a boost to do Brown to Munster two weeks ago and it felt Haven't like a massive. Well, a little bit sideways, like you're thinking, but yeah. Yep, it felt yep. like such a luxury at the time. You're like, really, am I using a boost to do this? Yeah. Now I'm like pretty happy about it. Right? Thank God. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. love that Munster's lived up to all that hype too. Of like, oh, he's off the beers, he's going to kill it, and he and he has. Well, I was a bit of a hater. Like, I I was like, you know, I'll wait and see. Like, I didn't mm. start with Munster. I was like, I'm not going to believe this off the beer stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It sounds like but, just a bit of a thing to clean up his act and make him have a different yeah thing in the media. But yeah, they're just it. playing so well. The Storm, they're just carving teams up. Yeah, um, and he's he's in everything. So. Yeah, he's been. I mean, he's one of the few guys that scored better this year than last year. Yeah, and by probably a long way too. 
by a long way, he's averaging like 90. He averaged something like 74 last year. Mm. Hard to know exactly what that is. Is it just him being off the beers or, or what? He's starting to get fat again. Have you noticed? No, I haven't noticed the physical change in his body at all. <laughs> no, I, I am very observant on body shape, but I haven't picked that one up. Have a look at him. Like, I don't know if it's just me or the angle that I was watching at or whatever, but I think like, like obviously when he came into the season, he looked like absolutely, you know, he ripped, looked skinny. Like ripped. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like he's, I don't know if it's the beers or just some burgers or whatever it is, but like. He's I got a like thicker moustache than preseason. Maybe his thick moustache is adding five I reckon he's put kilos. a few kilos back on. Okay, yeah. His diet's off. But he looks a lot better of a player this year still. He's just like more, yeah. And he's, he's, maybe it's just being fitter is allowed. I think it's his mental game, actually. I reckon his head's just in the game better. I don't reckon it's a physical thing. I reckon it's a mental thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but he's, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Um. All right, well, um. thanks so much for coming on. I know, like, you know, making time in your busy schedule to... You know, jump on yeah, little podcasts like forget this. Forget about it. It's my pleasure. You, you know, like you're one of my favourites. Uh, you haven't forgot about the little guys. Of course not. I'm, I'm one of the littlest guys you could ever find. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fifty nine kilos dripping wet, mate. Mate, you've got to you've got to do the opposite to Monster. You've got to get on the beers. Yeah, oh, I've been trying. I've been drinking these beers called Gate recently since I went away a couple of weeks ago. I'm sort of on the beers hard. So <laughs> I'll give it a go. See what happens. All right. Yeah, you should definitely yeah fill out. Have a bit of fun. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I, I should hit the gym, but that's, I'm not a gym guy. I just need to sort of uh, have a few donuts or something. I haven't. Um, not only have I not hit the gym, haven't been able to leave the house for a little while. I'm, 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 I've got COVID. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. I wouldn't have picked that up because most people I've heard that's had COVID, their voices usually go to shit. Yeah, my voice. Well, I've just gotten better in the last couple of days, so my voice has just sort of you know, come back to normal. I think I, I think my voice was pretty bad. I still haven't um, had it, hey. I had it pretty hard, actually. I had I was sick for a good five, six days straight. Ouch. I, you know, pretty, pretty... Body aches and stuff. Yeah, fever and all the rest of it. But um, just, yeah, last couple of days have kind of resurfaced. I feel like mm. I'm on the mend now, so... But yeah, still in ISO until this Saturday. And I've been putting on weight, just like, you know, at home in ISO, just like snacking all the time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. Um, All right, brother. Well, good so luck much. to you this year. Good luck to you this yeah. week. Hopefully I'm not that far behind you, you know. You're 4K, aren't you? No, I'm 2K. 2.5K now, 2,400 or something. And I think I'm only like 150 points behind you, It's maybe? nothing, bro. Yeah, nothing. You could have it done this week. This week's a weird week, I reckon. If, if you, Most of us are probably going to get a similar sort of captain, I think. But I reckon this is a bit like last week. Maybe it could be that one where you go a little bit potty different and hope that the gun doesn't kill it but then again Hines I think is the dry game on Sunday against an easier matchup it actually stands out like dog's balls doesn't it compared to the he other just options racked up points. and he's playing fullback as well I think so that's like I think he's going to score even better mm. at fullback like I think yeah. he gets more touches maybe this week fullback. isn't the week oh, I think it could be though I've got a weird feeling that maybe a Teddy could outdo him but or maybe one of the Melbourne players or one of the I don't see him all going well but maybe just Munster has a blinder and gets like a 120, or maybe just Cleary has a blinder. You know what Munster's, I mean? Munster's the kind of, um, you know, he plays better in big games. Yep. Yeah. He has like, to stand he's, up. He's reverse draw. Reverse Proof. draw, right? So maybe, yeah. you want, maybe you want Munster. He could be interesting. But then again, look at the weather. Maybe if Sunday's going to be better than Saturday, it's a bit drier, the ball's not as wet or whatever, it might make a huge factor. 
there's, there's a part of me that thinks this whole weekend's going to be like called off halfway through. Really? Like they're going to have to like relocate it or something. I yeah, I've know. heard people talking about like torrential flooding on the first game. Like, like, what happens if there's like a bunch of injuries? You know, because the ground's all yeah. Up. Well, maybe could they move move it to Redcliffe, or is that they can't? Maybe. Maybe. They couldn't because then they wouldn't be able to get people to. You know, like people bought tickets. It'll be a, it'll be like terrible. But they couldn't have the round and try relive the round. They'd have to finish the round out one way or another. I think they showed that last year. Um, that yeah. that's their intent. I'm just a bit, yeah. Anyway, we'll see how we go. Maybe maybe the rain won't be as bad as people are thinking. It'll like kind of dry up and the field will be all right. But yeah, let's hope um, Tim Bailey's wrong. He's the only it's weather still, guy in Australia still, still these days. Still yeah, no, he's um, he's definitely he's very he's, he doesn't have the long blonde hair anymore, but he's very very um, you know, uh, leather. He hits this. He hits oh, he's uh, so leathery. Isn't looks he? like yeah, he looks like the bookworm. Do you have the bookworm? Yeah, looks like the bookworm. Wasn't the bookworm? He was just brown, wasn't he? Yeah, like a brownie, orangey, leathery sort of looking thing. Looked like a footy. Yeah. Old school footy. <laughs> All right, I'll let you um, I'll let you go because I know you got. Probably a ten ten other podcasts to record. Oh, I've just got the one this tonight, a little one. But um, yeah, I've got to prepare for it. So thank you. All right, thanks, mate. Cheers. Good man. Thanks, Bye. mate.